The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Before we get started, don't forget we have a website where you can find and keep up with everything from and by I Missed Me. Don't forget we have a membership where you will have access to exclusive episodes, one-on-one conversations with me, and more. Don't forget we also have our healing guides, which are practical daily tasks that I can assure you will change your life. And don't forget we also have a clothing brand, No Name Project, which purpose is to connect strangers all around the world and let everyone know that whatever it is that you're going through, you are never alone. It is the cutest brown hoodie with the quote, we're all strangers healing together on the back, which you can find either on the I Missed Me website, or you can also go to nonameproject.co to get your hoodie go to imissedme.com and check out everything that i missed me has for you right after this episode i love you guys let's get started with today's episode to be a masterpiece and to be a work in progress at I the same time i feel the art of falling in love with you I, I realize that sometimes the only one that can put the pieces back together is yourself with love and Hey besties, welcome or welcome back to another episode, to another week. Welcome to this week's collab episode, besties. I am so excited for you to listen to this conversation today because today I have Alicia Gogan with me. Alicia is the host of The Glow Up Secrets and we just had the most beautiful conversation about reparenting yourself, about inner child healing, about manifestation, all topics we love and a conversation I can't wait for you guys to listen to. So without further ado, Alicia Gogan, welcome to I Miss me. Alicia Kogan, welcome to I Missed Me. I am so excited to have you here today. I am so glad and thankful that you're able to give me your time. Yeah, thank you for having me. I love coming on podcasts, especially <laughs> ones where we obviously talk about many of the same things, mm-hmm. lots to do with healing. So love that. Um, well, I first started actually on TikTok, just giving a lot of just advice and things that I did on my personal healing journey. I've been through a lot in my life. I went through a period of time where my mother was going through addictions. Um, My dad passed away when I was around 16 years old, financial stress, life, things have happened, health issues. So I've come up long and far away. So I've always also been that friend that like give, gave a lot of advice, but I've obviously learned a lot about healing and going deeper within myself so that I can kind of glow up into the best version of myself. So I've been on that journey for a long time. So I started on TikTok, I think like uh, 2021 or something, and um, just sharing all the things that worked for me. And then I started my podcast, the Globe Secrets podcast, talking about the same things, but just longer content. I'm sure you know, like, Mm -hmm. like, I I don't, I'm not sure if you're on TikTok or not. I am. Yeah. It's hard to get your message across in like 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I need a long form place. So I love podcasts and then also I'm on YouTube same type of content so um, I'm a full-time content creator I, I talk to women about self-love and healing and becoming or glowing up really I should say into the best version of yourself so yeah I, I love that and now that you mentioned healing and self-love and everything leads mm-hmm. me to my to my first question on your podcast you talk a lot about self-worth and the importance of having self-worth and, and self-value but how did that journey start for you? Like, what was that point in your life where you're like, I have to build my self-worth? 
I think when I'm thinking about self-worth, I guess I can think about it in the context of relationships because I find that I really was realizing I wasn't in my worth mm-hmm. in relationships. So I started to realize I was dating a lot of guys who weren't really giving me what I really wanted deep down. And I didn't realize at the beginning that it was because I didn't have a lot of self-worth. I was just like dating guys who I felt at the beginning felt like something with them, but then I would never end up really being happy with them or I wouldn't really be treated very well. So I started to recognize certain patterns and the type of guys or, or the results that I was getting in dating. And then I started to realize like, okay, why am I accepting the bare minimum? Like, why am I, I you know, as I got older, realizing like I'm entertaining guys who clearly do not want to be serious with me or whatever and I started to realize okay well maybe there there is something within me that I don't believe that I'm worthy of anything else like why am I not worthy why do I not feel like I'm worthy um for a guy to commit to me or show up for me fully or provide for me or do whatever all of these things and so I started definitely getting curious as to why I didn't look at myself like I would have been really deserving and honestly on the outside I thought that I did I thought that I knew my worth but then I but then I would see my actions and they were completely different than what I was saying that I was like worthy of. And I think the first thing that definitely helped me was doing shadow work, like and shadow work is really just getting to the root of what I actually believe about myself and why, like, why do I not feel like I'm worthy of a guy committing to me and being consistent to me? Well, in childhood, I was, it was very normal for me to not have consistency from my father. <laughs> Um, I, I never really actually felt love or accepted from him. I, I learned how to suppress my emotions and suppress the most authentic parts of myself to stay safe around him. And so I saw myself doing this, those same type of behaviors, actually in my romantic partnerships. Mm -hmm. And so I realized like, I really am recreating these type of patterns from childhood. And if I want to actually stand in my worth, I'm going to actually need to be my full authentic self. And so yeah, I would say like doing shadow work probably helped me the most to kind of see the why. I think like the best thing you can do for yourself is ask yourself, why am I doing these behaviors? Not just like, okay, I know I'm doing these things. And for me personally, I think, and I talk a lot about this um, in my uh, content is there's always a root. There's you being raised by different parents, different um, environments, school environments, Um, For me personally as well, I didn't really feel like I was lovable and I was like pretty enough. I was around people who didn't look like me, didn't resemble any of the same features as me. So naturally, I just thought that maybe I just like wasn't good enough. So then I would like go for guys who I thought were probably like didn't treat me right or, you know, I could have probably gone for someone better. But like, I just thought that that's what I deserved because I looked at myself very low, not to say that these guys are like the worst, whatever. But yeah, so it's just kind of recognizing like, it all starts from unfortunately childhood and Mm -hmm. you just trying to, to be safe. Mm -hmm. The importance of healing your inner child. I always talk about that because it, it genuinely is like the root of all of your problems today. Like if you want to know, if you want to know why go to your childhood. And it's actually something that I was talking with my mom, like the other day of like, no amount of therapy, no amount of podcasts, no amount of like self-help is going to answer your questions. Like you have to do that that work within yourself. What was that point? Like, was it a relationship? Was it like heartbreak or like literally hitting rock bottom like being so heartbroken that you were like, okay, I have to change. Like, what was that point for you of like, I I have no self-worth? Yeah, I mean, 
I think I was able to recognize my patterns like in relationships, but I, I still really struggled with it though. Like I, mm-hmm. I got to a point where I was like, okay, I'm going to stop entertaining guys who like didn't commit to me and like, didn't like show up the way that I wanted them to, but I still didn't really know how to, like, I still wasn't really standing in my worth in relationships. And actually the way that I think that I learned how to actually step in my worth was learning how to obviously I I did inner child healing and I learned how to love myself and accept myself outside of relationships which then allowed me to be more my authentic self in relationships but that um period of my life actually happened when I was dealing with my health issues so I had a lot of different health issues in my life um I was diagnosed with ulcerative colitis I was very very stressed out in my life um lots of inflammation in the bowels if you don't know what that is it's like IBS symptoms just it's unfortunately a very hard thing to to deal with so I was having all those health issues I had a really unhealthy relationship with food I was binge eating I was just it it was not 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 healthy I also had a lot of nerve pain in my hands and I didn't know where that was coming from I went to doctors I did every single test that no one could find out what the issue was so I was just like rock bottom like I wasn't doing good and so with my nerve pain in my hands I started to learn and this is just because like I needed to figure out what was wrong with my hands so I started to learn about the nervous system. And that led me down a path of healing your nervous system and how like your nervous system is connected to like healing work and like you healing your inner child allows you to not be in such fight or flight. And when you're not in fight or flight, you you're really your authentic self and you're able to like, that's where healing occurs physically and mentally. When you are not feeling like everything is a threat, you can just be, you know, you're not trying to change yourself and morph yourself into being someone else because you know, you can be yourself. And so I did a lot of just out of trying to heal my, my hands, really, I did a lot of inner child healing work, I guess you could say. And in the form of like emotional releasing, I released all of my emotions that I ever felt towards myself, to others, to my father. I had a lot of pent up anger against my mom, my dad, all of that kind of stuff. I really started to let that out. I also started to practice like just accepting all my imperfections. I realized I was really, really hard on myself and kind of falling more into that masculine energy because I had to be, because I was very much so in the survival mode, Mm -hmm. but starting to realize that that wasn't helping me. And so learning how to just accept my flaws and accept the fact that I'm not where I'm actually where I want to be yet, accept the fact that my body is not perfect, accept the fact that I have health issues and I'm trying to figure them out. Just giving my myself a lot of love and nourishment that I never actually did because I was hating on myself so much. And when I started to do that, I was able to stand more in my worth in relationships and be more of my authentic self. So that's kind of how it happened. Wow. It's crazy how like one thing connects with the other. Cause like your hands have nothing to do with your relationships, but like they're because of the same reason. And like anxiety will make us do so many impulsive decisions because we don't want to feel that anymore. Mm -hmm. It's just like, wow. Um, Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Um, you talk about reparenting yourself now that we're talking about like inner child healing how what how would you describe it for someone that doesn't know like what it means and Mm -hmm. how did you start that journey yeah so I think a lot of people have different definitions I'm sure of reparenting but I think reparenting for me is just recognizing that all of the things that I did not get in childhood and allowing myself to be that or give that to myself now in my adulthood life so for 
one of my biggest examples would be I learned that emotions were bad and wrong and that I couldn't express them around my father when I was younger. And of course, that's not a healthy way of being because you have an, you have emotions and also that really makes it difficult for you to connect with people, especially let's say in my circumstance, men, I can't be my full authentic self if I feel like, oh my God, no, like I'm a bad person if I like say what I feel or like if I show who I really am, but like you need to do that in relationships. And so like, I think reparenting is recognizing what you didn't get or what you were taught at one point that was bad and practicing allowing yourself to be that version of yourself. And for me, like, I think even just starting with like a journal practice of, you know, saying how you really feel, whether that be positive or negative, say how you really feel, because that's how you're really feeling. Um, or even when it comes to, let's say even we're talking about self-sabotage, right? I think that when we do behaviors that we know that we shouldn't be doing it, we're doing those behaviors because there's a part of us that actually believes that doing that behavior is keeping us safe. And so recognizing, okay, what does my inner child need instead of the candy? What does she really need in this moment? Well, maybe what she really needs in this moment is for her to let out her emotions and cry or call her friend or get support in that time instead of suppress all of her emotions because she's learned that it's not right to have these. And then and then what she ends up wanting to do is like go binge on candy because she needs to suppress or feel something or feel nothing. And that's how she's going to do that. But we also know that that's not a good behavior to do. So it's like recognizing how you do certain behaviors in your life or your inner child, let's say, and okay, how can I hold my inner child's hand and direct her to somewhere else that's healthy? And I think that takes practice. And I think that, again, it just comes down to recognizing first why you do certain behaviors and, and where you're actually self-soothing in a way and how to self-soothe in a, a healthier way, I guess. I think that for inner child, inner child healing requires a lot of forgiveness in general, like yeah. forgiveness of the situation, forgiveness of, of your parents of like, they, they taught me this because they didn't know any better. And they taught me this maybe because they were taught this and it's their first time like living too. It's, they're not meant to be parents. They're meant to be human beings and they mm. have a daughter, you know, like how, yeah. how was that process for you of like forgiveness in order to heal yourself? Like forgiveness, not for them, but for, for peace to you. Yeah. I mean, well, I think for one, even just forgiveness for yourself is to recognize that when you do behaviors that you deem are self-sabotage are not really self-sabotage. It's just a way of you keeping safe. Okay. So I think that that's really helped me um, not get so, cause I would always get so pissed off at myself when I would do behaviors that I knew consciously were not good for me, but I didn't realize it was actually my inner child trying to keep me safe and trying to suppress or trying to self-soothe in that way. Mm-hmm. So once I was able to kind of recognize that, and there's a, good book called No Bad Parts by Richard Schwartz um, that dives deep into that. So that was helpful for me to forgive myself. But I think also, yeah, when it comes to like forgiving parents or the things that you've gone through, it's also to understand like, okay, we don't have to necessarily like be okay with the fact that like for me, be okay with the fact that my dad was a tyrant. He shouldn't have been a tyrant to me. He shouldn't have been as hard and strict as he should have been. Like we all like, he knew that before he passed away, my mom did everything like that. But it's like, why am I going to live my life and hold all of this resentment and anger? Because I'm really just stripping myself out of a beautiful life that I could live, but I'm not able to do that when I'm holding on to this anger that's keeping me down. Mm-hmm. And 
a lot of people don't want to let that go because they're like, well, then they're going to get away with it, but it's not about them getting away with it. And at the end of the day, if you want to think about it, that person, and this is really what you need to understand is that person is hurting, hurt people, hurt people the same way that you were hurting yourself or you thought that you're hurting besties. I would have never imagined having and owning a business until I found Shopify. I've told you the story before when I was 17, I decided to start my clothing brand and I was only able to make it because I found Shopify. Seriously, besties, selling and having an online store is so easy just because of Shopify. Shopify is a global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Besties, seriously, I could not recommend Shopify more. I would have never imagined having the business that I have. You guys know that I sell hoodies. It's called I Miss Me Project now, but it's all because of Shopify. It is so easy to use and I am someone who's really, really bad with technology, believe it or not. So I love Shopify. It's just super easy to use, so easy to design, to sell and to ship. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash mafiansudis, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash mafiansudis now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Again, besties at shopify.com slash mafiansudis and sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify. Hey besties, I am so sorry to interrupt you, but I have to share this with you guys because if you are someone who's trying to learn a new language, then Rosetta Stone is definitely for you. One of my biggest New Year's resolutions is definitely to learn a new language. I speak Spanish, I speak English, and I want to learn a new language in 2024. And that is why I am extremely, extremely excited that I found Rosetta Stone. So besties, if you're someone who wants to learn a new language because you have an upcoming international trip or because you want a way to connect with your family or with new friends or understand certain pop culture or just to learn a new skill or hobby, then you need Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is a trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages to offer. It immerses you in many ways, which makes learning a new language so much, so much easier. Don't put up learning that language because there is no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, I Missed Me's listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. Thank you so much, Rosetta Stone, for sponsoring today's episode. Besties, who is a fan of cowboy boots like me? Tecovas is my new favorite boot brand because they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. Their western boots for men and women are handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time honored individual steps. These boots are Austin designed, Texas tested, and handmade down in the boot making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. Tecovas is western to their core, offering a bunch of other head-to-toe western staples. Besties, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, then you should pull on a pair of Tecovas. You will see they will become your new favorite footwear. And if you can't make it into a store, Tecovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable western goods right to your door. 
Visit tecovas.com, that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and point your toes west. Again, that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S to get your new pair of cowboy boots. Thank you so much, Tecovas, for sponsoring today's episode. Yourself, your inner child is doing these behaviors and whatever, and you thought it was self-sabotage, but it's really not. It's the same way that your parents are acting as well. They probably, and they have, at least for mine, both of them, they went through unfortunate traumas in their lives. My father didn't really know how to emotionally handle a child and, and be there and love, love me the way that I deserved. And it's not a personal thing. Of course, we think it's so personal though, because it's our parents and they should, they should love us and they should be whatever. And I get it, but that's just not the reality of things, especially when people are operating on trauma. And I think in society, as we've grown up, it didn't, hasn't really done a good job of, of really like teaching us that, like we just it's only really just now that we're really talking about inner child healing and like everyone's operating out of different traumas and survival mode. And it's sometimes you can't even really tell, right. People are just like put up a wall or a mask and it's like, no, this perfect, this person is, is, is fine. Like there's no trauma there. Why are they acting like an asshole? It's like, no, there's something deep down within them. Just know that. So I think on one hand, it's just really releasing your own anchor and allowing yourself to flourish and live life. And also to see how that person is, they're hurting, they were hurting. And even if they don't admit that, like, at least it's probably helpful for you to tell yourself the story of, yeah, they're hurting because Mm -hmm. I don't know. I I just think that I, another thing I think about a lot is, you know, life is not supposed to be perfect. And I want to be careful with saying this, obviously, because there's so many crappy things that happen in life, but we get dealt this deck of cards and not all these cards are, are favorable cards. There are parents that are crappy maybe, or there's like high school bullies, or maybe we don't fit a certain beauty standard, but it's like, we don't need to take this deck of cards and just now live in this negative life and just never flourish. We, we take these cards, we see how we can transfer them. We can up-level them. We can deal with them. We can learn to see the positive aspects of them. And that allows us to flourish. And I think even for myself, that's what I did. All of the trauma, all of the crappy things that I went through in my life, I didn't really realize it in the moment, but has now allowed me to now have this um, platform where I'm helping other people or, or now that I'm, I'm thriving in my life. And I wasn't really able to to, to speak on these things without going through those things. Mm-hmm. So if you can kind of find the positive light out of your story, I think that's just, it's helpful. Um, I get it. I know that it can be hard, but I, I just personally, I'm kind of the, uh, uh, an optimist in a sense where it's just like, I, I would rather just wake up and choose a favorable story. Mm-hmm. Like I, I would rather just choose happiness than choose negativity. I've lived a really negative, crappy life for a long time. So I don't know, maybe I'm just like, I'm done with it, but Mm -hmm. that's how I look at it. And I mean, at the end of the day, I also talk a lot about manifestation, which I'm sure you're super into as well, which we're going to talk about, but that's the only way that you're going to start attracting different. If you start vibrating different, Mm -hmm. how or when do you start noticing that your life starts to change? Like what things start happening once you start vibrating in that more elevated or high frequency? Um, when did I see it start changing mm-hmm. or like, yeah, um, when, like sensations occurring when and how? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the mindset that I was just talking about, like changing really essentially is changing from vic- uh, victim mentality to abundance or a creator. Mm-hmm. Right. And, um, 
I, this was happening around the time of my mother's addictions and I was living in a really unhealthy environment and I realized, okay, well, I can focus on all the negative, but the negative is not getting me out of this situation. And I must get out of the situation because I have no other option. Ain't nobody paying my bills. Ain't nobody coming to save me. So I got to do it. So how am I going to do that? Okay. Well, I need to take action. Well, how, how is it that I'm going to get out of bed and take proper action to pay off my bills and get myself out of this situation? Well, I need to, I need to have a good mindset. And so what mindset practices do I need to do so that I have a clear enough mind to get up and get out of my bed? Well, I need to have some sort of positive mindset. So the thing that I did was I did gratitude lists every single day. And I distinctly remember this, like I would wake up in the morning and I would be grateful for every possible thing that I at once was being very negative about or, or things that I wanted to manifest in my life, like um, healthier teeth and healthier skin and healthier health and just um, more money and everything that I did not have. I tried to be grateful for the things that I still had. So like my teeth and I was like, I have a great smile and I have, um, clear enough skin and you know, I'm, I'm making money and I have a great job and I'm getting extra shifts, even though it's not my dream job, or I have a crappy Mazda that's driving me from point A to B, at least I, I have that. And the more times that I did that, that, that created a, a positive mindset and a, a vibration. If you're, if we're talking about the law of attraction, which then allowed me to attract more things in my life because I was open to that. And I even distinctly remember, like, I would start being so grateful for the paychecks that I was getting at my work that I, I remember actually specifically, I was trying to met cause I didn't have any, um, like dental insurance and I needed to get work on my teeth. And so I was like, okay, well, I need around like $400 to get this thing done. And so I was like, super grateful for all the money that I have and like all the extra money that's coming to me. And I distinctly remember going into work one day and my boss, and this never happened, like this never would ha ever happen. My boss comes in and he's like, Alicia, did you like notice that there was like, like your paycheck was a little bit lower than usual? And I'm like, no, I actually really didn't. He's like, oh yeah, well, it says on here, like, I didn't give you guys like $436 worth of um, gratuities from this one event. So it'll be on your next paycheck. And I remember I was like, that is insane. That, I think that was the first time I ever like actually saw in my life that manifestation kind of actually was real because I was very specific with that too. And I was like, I need 400 and something dollars for my teeth. So anyways, when I started seeing that, I was like, oh shit, like this actually, like this actually works. Um, but I, I, there was other times things happened in my life, but realistically, that was just more of a healing practice, honestly, just getting myself out. And I talk about it all the time, even in my content, my life is completely my Pinterest board because <laughs> I thought that way. And I, and I rose myself into this higher vibration, but essentially I was doing it because I had no other option. Like I, I need to, mm -hmm. I would rather just enjoy my life than to hate it all the time. Isn't it crazy how magical it is? Like I yeah. talk about gratitude and the law of attraction all the time. And it's like, it sounds very basic, but like, it's literally a magic wand. Yeah. To get everything that you want, like gratitude is like the key and like the way, way yeah. to everything. And like, I got goosebumps because that's just like an example that happened to you. And I'm sure there's, there's many more stories, but it li it's literally so magical and so immediate. You just yeah. have to like actually feel it um, in order for, yeah. for things to happen. It just, I, I, I love that. <laughs> I know. I, lo I, I love it too. And I think that it's very like counterintuitive to how we think, right? Because like, 
when we want to manifest something, we focus on it, we focus on it very heavily, which is not a bad thing to do, like to have goals. But I think what people get stuck with, well, there's many things people get stuck with, but one of them is like, when you focus on something so hard, you basically are reminding yourself of all the lack. Mm-hmm. And when, you, when you're focusing on all the negative and all things you do not have, mm-hmm. then you're in this lack and scarcity. And then you, you aren't able to vibrationally match to anything that is higher, which is more abundance or more money. So it's like, okay, yeah, we can focus on um, what we want, our manifestation list. We can like think and visualize, but then also let's bring it back to what we're grateful for right now, because that's the energetic state we actually need to be in to bring in what we need. When you're constantly needing something the same way when it comes to like, let's say men in relationships, mm-hmm. when you need that thing, when you're chasing that thing, it goes away. Why? Because you're in lack. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, it's, it's a crazy, it's a crazy thing, but I love talking about it. Mm-hmm. Cause you're like genuinely like ultimately expressing that you don't have it. That's yeah. why you need it. Cause you don't have it. And then yeah. you're vibrating in lack, whether you're conscious of it or not. Yeah. How do you um personally like actual actionably manifest? Do you journal? Do you do vision boards? I think I'm in a state of life right now that I've done it for so many years that it's just like a way of life and a belief system. Like I just believe, yeah, like I just, I just know that I'm going to get what I want in my life because of obviously I've had different experiences, but I think like the most thing, honestly, the thing that I do the most is actually practice detachment Mm -hmm. and it's just bringing back to like what we were just saying. Like the, the more I, I I tend to hyper-focus on all of the, all the things that I really want in my life, I find it's really from this place of scarcity of like, I need this thing. And like, I'm not happy with it right now. And then when I catch myself doing that, I detach and be like, I, I try and tell myself like, you don't really need it. You're actually safe right now. Mm-hmm. I, I try and do a lot of affirmations of like trying to make my inner child essentially myself feel safe in the moment by doing gratitude lists, by, by reminding myself of all the amazing things that I'm doing in my life, but all the things that I get to um, accomplish in my life. And, you know, also just like things don't need to be rushed. Like things are going to happen when they happen. And yeah, I just try and witness myself when I move from that abundance or just presence to more of the, the lack or the scarcity. Cause essentially when you start to hyper-focus like so much on things like goals, I need, I need, it's just from lack. Like, it's just because you believe that you're not going to get it or you're not happy with it right now. And that's no, it's just, it's old programming, I guess. Yeah. Um, detachment comes from like a fear of not getting what you want. So like, I have to make it work because if not, if I trust the universe is not going to give it to me, that, yeah. that's ultimately the reason why people struggle so much to, to detach. How do you, well, now it's a life, a lifestyle for you and our routine, but how do you first get rid of that fear of, okay, like the universe, like actually has my back. Like, I don't have to force it. I don't have to make it work. I'm mm-hmm. good. I'm being taken care of. Yeah, I think you need to kind of almost be your own best friend, own parent, own big sister in these moments when you first start, because you're going to have to tell yourself in the moment that you are safe, because you're not going to really have any evidence around you to show you that you should be mm-hmm. trusting things. So like, it's almost like you need to have that inner dialogue of being like, when I rec- recognize myself being afraid to tell yourself in the moment, I am okay, I'm going to make it through, even if something does come up and it's not, you know, like... I, I don't get the end result. Like I'm still going to be safe. And this is why, because I'm taking these actions or I have this connection or I have this family member that can support me and like help me or like whatever it is. It's really just changing that inner dialogue within your head and the stories that you tell yourself first. 
And, and you're not really going to see ev any evidence until you actually tell yourself a new story and a new affirmation. And then you will start to see, oh, things actually do usually work out. And then that's more evidence for your case and that you'll be able to kind of slowly build that trust. But I think it all, it all starts within. I mean, obviously you can have people around you tell yourself, tell you like, you're okay, you're safe. Like, you know, even if it doesn't work out, like you're fine, but you kind of need to, again, coming back to that reparenting thing. And I honestly just, I even think about this when it comes to anxious attachment styles, it's kind of the same thing. Like if you're an anxious kid, let's say you really want to go and play at the park with your friends and you really want to do it. Like you, it's going to be so fun. So you, you go in and run and play, play at the park, but you can't even focus on playing because you're afraid that your parent is either going to leave. They're not going to be there, or maybe they're going to be mad at you for playing for too long or like, you know, there's consequences if you play, whatever. And it's like seeing how that attachment style kind of translates over even into like money or like mm -hmm. any other thing. It's, everything. it's everything. Mm -hmm. So I think like, and, and I'm just, and I'm bringing it back to this example of like, okay, so like, what would that kid need so that that kid could actually be immersed in playing? Well, that kid probably needed a parent to say, no, I'm going to be here. You're going to be absolutely fine. I'm not going anywhere. You're not going to get in trouble if you play and you have this great life and you are immersed in this um, game that you're playing with your friends, but maybe you didn't have that. Okay. Well, guess what? Now you can be that person for your inner child now. Mm -hmm. So when you recognize that you're feeling afraid or you're worrying about money or you're worrying about all these things, what can you tell yourself in the moment, the way that you needed as a child? It's really the same thing. You got to get good at that though. And it needs to be an everyday mm -hmm. practice. Mm -hmm. And the, the more you do it, eventually it's going to become again, like a yeah. lifestyle. It's going to become immediate and you will yeah. start seeing how abundant life gets when you let it be abundant. Yep. yep. This has been such a beautiful conversation. And I want to close it off asking you a question that I ask everybody that comes on. I missed me. And that is what does healing mean to you? Yeah, it's such a good question. <laughs> I think healing means to me to, to come back home to yourself mm. because I think you know, on this journey of trying to change and evolve a glow up, especially for like my brand or just like change, like healing, we kind of like are trying to get away from ourselves in a way, but really it's actually to come closer into ourselves, heal, of course, and to be at home because a lot of times we're not feeling at home or we're not feeling safe. And mm -hmm. I feel like we're, we're always trying to find things to make us feel safe but really we can actually feel safe within ourselves if we just come home so yeah that's what I think it means I love that Alicia again thank you so so much for your time it was wonderful mm -hmm. having having you here if you can just yeah. let everybody know where they can find you your social media so that they can go follow you and keep up with you over there yeah, yeah. um my podcast is called the glow up secrets and I'm also available on like Spotify, Apple and YouTube as well now. And I also have an Instagram for that page. And then my main channel on YouTube is Alicia Gogan and same with my Instagram, Alicia Gogan. Perfect. Everything will be linked. If you guys want to go check Alicia out again, thank you so much. I hope you have a wonderful afternoon. Thanks. <laughs> And that's it for today's episode, besties. I hope you loved the conversation as much as I did. Don't forget to follow I Missed Me on social media at I Missed Me Podcast on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Don't forget to follow me on social media at Mafia Suarez on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. And don't forget, I also have a clothing brand at No Name Project CO on Instagram, TikTok, No Name Project.co to get your hoodie.
I love you guys, and I will see you guys on Friday for our solo episode. With love, Mafe.